With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Yeah, those those guys, are, they'll be the same people that, that they were, you know, when I left here. Well, I, I don't want to say the same. They'll be better than, than they were, um, you know, another year under them, another year under their belt, you know, just learning from a great coach like Coach Fish. Just, just being able to continue to, to get better at their game, chip away at their game, um, you know. So, so those guys are, you know, they, they're, they're, they're grown men at this point. You know, they're, they're seasoned. You know, they, they know what they need to know. They know what they need to do. And you know, I got nothing but faith in all those guys. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robert Washington, and A. Klaus. That was DiCaprio Boodle discussing Nebraska's three returning starters in the secondary, and and it takes our conversation now to the secondary here as we preview spring practice as. Media Day, uh, the preview press conference will be on Monday, and the first practice is Tuesday, Wednesday. So uh, we will be next week at this very time when we tape our show, we will be knee-deep in at least two spring practices. And um, it sounds like we should get some in-person access and coverage to a couple of things, which will be really nice. It was nice to be at the Pro Day in person. It was the first time I'd set foot inside Hawks' indoor facility in over a year. Um, so that will be nice to, to be able to – um, to, to be, potentially go over to something this year. But, guys, you look at this secondary, Markel Lesmuke and Deontay Williams are six-year seniors at safety returning. Cam Taylor-Britt's a fourth-year junior. He'll be starting um, at corner for Nebraska. Um, so they've got three starters there to work with. And then the other question now is, who wins that DiCaprio Boodle spot? Could Nadab Joseph be that guy? Could Braxton Clark? Could Quentin Newsom? Could a prep school transfer like Marcus Buford, who's here right now? I mean, there's there's a number of ways that this could go, as I think two two corners need to probably emerge with Taylor Britt um, going forward, especially when you have teams like Oklahoma on the schedule. Um, you know, JoJo Doman's a great um, weapon in the Big Ten when you're playing him as a nickel, but when you play Oklahoma, you might need to have a third corner, actually, versus flexing out your linebacker on Oklahoma's slot receivers in week three. Um, so there's a lot of things that they're going to have to get figured out, and I think that corner battle next to Taylor Britt will be intriguing to watch. Yeah, for sure, because, I mean, there's at least two or three, maybe even three, like extremely viable candidates to win that job. But, you know, regardless of who's the starter, I think they're going to have multiple players – rotate in which they've done in the past and will continue to do again um, I think Clark and Newsom are probably the front runners for that spot just because Joseph I, I just I, I don't know I mean I haven't seen enough of them to really I mean where there's Bra- been some, well, Braxton there's... Clark before he got hurt was going to potentially be a starter Quentin mm-hmm. Newsom started games and so I mean I in my opinion they're ahead of Joseph right now but uh, you know I guess we'll see what happens over the next few months but that being said I mean those are three guys you can make the case to be a starter and and they're gonna need them they're gonna need all those guys I mean not only just to, to, to start or even be the number two but uh, to rotate and give guys uh, breaks because with the <laughs> the uh, level of offenses they're going to be seeing this year it's going to be all hands on deck you well, certainly no one comes into you know comes to the table with more of a recruiting resume than a dab Joseph I mean uh, he was a highly ranked guy coming out of high school, a highly ranked guy coming out of junior college. And so 
Um, you know, and, and he's got. I mean, you draw up what a, what you want a cornerback to look like. It's it's Nadab Joseph. So, uh, I mean, he he has the tools, but like you said, Robin, we haven't really seen it. You know, he's. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know, there were some things that kind of held him back last year. So I don't even. It's almost like he missed an entire year for the most part as far as his development goes. And so, um, you know, what does what where, where's he at right now? What does he what does he bring to the table once he's on the football field? And you you know everyone's recruiting resume gets thrown out the window but uh definitely you know out of those three guys joseph clark and newsom there's i mean you've got some options there and then you throw in a marquise buford uh who's uh, you know arguably the top uh prep school cornerback in the country and, and that can do a lot now, of did he things. play a year last year i don't well so not an official year they had some games but they're like scrimmages they weren't they didn't play an official season so um. Yeah. I mean, he's Connecticut prep school football. I just don't envision a very high level. No. Uh, <laughs> no. It was. Yeah. It was. There's some of the prep schools out there. They didn't have like a sanctioned season, but they had some like unofficial scrimmages. Uh, but so I mean, they they still practiced, and you know, it wasn't a a completely lost year, but it wasn't like a normal year either. You know, and then the other interesting spot after Desmuke and Deontay Williams, just just to get a gauge of that safety position going forward. You know, Miles Farmer got some good action. No, Paul Gates has played some special teams, but he just hasn't really been what we thought he'd be yet. And will that light bulb start to click? And I think the sleeper guys is Isaac Gifford. Um, he really emerged as a true freshman. He was one of the leading snap guys for special teams last year. And guess what, guys? He's a true freshman again this year because of COVID. Um, so Miles Farmer, No Paul Gates, and Isaac Gifford are all freshmen again. Um, so they've got a lot of young depth, and Kobe Bretts will be here in the fall. Um, but just kind of sorting out that position with those three younger safeties will be interesting too. Mm -hmm. in, in my opinion, if healthy, Miles Farmer's the guy. I mean, that guy, he was already on the fast track last season, had that unfortunate uh, injury. Uh, but uh, from a talent perspective, I mean, I think he's clearly the next man up behind those seniors. And then the question becomes, where is Noel Polgates? Will he ever be the guy that everybody thought he would be coming in as a uh, you know all-American safety? And could a guy like Gifford pass him up, which I would not rule out whatsoever because, I mean, Gifford's a baller. And he did not get nearly the recruiting hype he probably deserved coming out of high school. And Nebraska got themselves an absolute steal, in my opinion, where you get a guy that, I mean, obviously he's a talented player, but you know, he's a legacy guy and he, he understands, you know, what this program is. And just to have someone that like that, that is already this far along, he's definitely one to watch not only this year, but in the next couple of years to come. Well, yeah, he may be only a freshman, but I mean, he's, he's developed. I mean, he's, he's not like your typical freshman. Um, he's been in some of those workout videos. Exactly. He yeah. didn't look like a yeah, freshman. You see him throwing around some weight in some of those, <laughs> those weight room hype up videos or whatever. Um, yeah, and he's, I mean, he's not like your, your typical kid who's fresh out of high school. Um, and I agree. I, I think Miles Farmer, if healthy, he's the guy. He's just different. Uh, he's, he's built a little different than everybody. His but, speed would be my only question. Yeah. Like, I mean, because he, he should have ran one of those back against Northwestern for a touchdown. Yeah, and he kind of got – he got hocked down pretty, They scored, though, good, on that yeah. still. So, it did, I mean, it ended up being nothing. But that would be my knock. I mean, and Nate, another guy I want to ask you about is Taman Lynham. We didn't even mention him. Um, but, you know, he, he probably, you know, we'll get a better read on him as well. Yeah, I think he's somebody that the staff's high on. I know, I mean, obviously, you know, coming out of high school, 
Um, Travis Fisher thought that he was one of the steals uh, of that defensive back class that they signed. And, and, you know, a lot of those more highly ranked guys are no longer here. But uh, he was, you know, he kind of took a back seat to a lot of those other guys. But I know Fisher was very, very excited about him and and wanted to lock up that commitment very early on in the process because he felt like the the big dogs were, were kind of overlooking him and, and he wanted to be able to kind of sneak him out of Florida, which he was able to do. So uh, you know, I think Lynham is somebody who, who's got a chance to, uh, to kind of really you know, make a name for himself this spring. All right, guys, when we come back, we're going to do a double-dose recruiting segment Um, There's some things I want to hit on with Nate, and there's some things I want to hit on with Robin about basketball. So uh, we're going to cram it all into one uh, because we had a lot of ground to cover with Pro Day fans and wrapping up our spring previews. Um, So lots to get to next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.